I am recording right now. Welcome to Cybercast. Cybercast 040. We're finally 40 years old, guys. Uh, <laughs> we yeah. Have, we have, yeah, we hit 40. <laughs> yes. Yes, you be 40. Or us be 40. Um, we have Dick. Hey. We have Ty. Hey, uh, what's up? We have Tosh. What's up? And I'm Chloe. And we are going to have a short episode today. Um, and what, we, what are we going to talk about today, Tosh? Um, what I wanted to talk about, or kind of um, discuss with you guys, to what extent do artists, and with artists I mean uh, musicians, filmmakers, painters, you name it, um, to what extent do they have a responsibility or a moral responsibility towards their audience? And I mean this in the broadest sense. I mean, uh, in the sense that, uh, is it okay to make art just to entertain? Or does it need to contain uh, a deeper message? And um, does art need to stand up to some sort of moral code? Hmm. I like that topic, though. Yeah. What, what, and what? I, have, I haven't fully f- formed my thoughts about it, so I, I thought I'd just throw the question out there and see what comes out is that something you've been thinking about lately i have yeah okay maybe because um i've been listening to a lot of i don't know lyric lyric based music Mm -hmm. which kind of made me see like yeah there's so much you can put into a song in terms of message and, and emotion um so why have songs that are purely about you know superficial things and are are just there because they're catchy and memorable mm. and i'm not i'm not saying that those songs don't deserve to exist because i can enjoy them as well but if if there's so so much potential for uh you know meaning you know in uh, well now, now i'm just talking about music but the same goes for art or Mm-hmm. Uh, or movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, Ty, what do you think? Uh, that's a very good question, man. Um, I kind of think it's more, in a way, I think it's more up to what the artist wants, because at the end of the day, the artist is the person who makes the piece of work that he makes and he makes it for a specific reason and thereby he wants to tell or not tell you a deep story with it for example you know and in some kind of way you know if, if you're a well-known artist I kind of think you're obligated to come I don't know I think it's okay. Look, to... look at look at somebody like uh, I don't know Jay Z, yeah, who's basically in his first couple of albums has pretty much said all he's going to say for the rest of his life, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I was just listening to Reasonable about Reasonable Doubt today too. That's a classic. I mean, yeah. that, that's a classic. But after that, and how much more? Well, I, I guess there there are some standout songs like Minority Report which was from, I don't know, his second comeback album. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, nowadays it's, it's, it's all the same shtick about having so much money and well, basically having so much money that that's, that's <laughs> all he raps about. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. But that, that kind of comes with him being famous all of a sudden and then having too much money in his on his bank account and not mm. being connected to the world where he came from, right? Well, mm-hmm. he's probably still connected with that world, but he doesn't live in the same exact environment that he lives right now. Now, right now, he lives in a what forty story mansion or something like that, right? <laughs> he does. Yeah, I'm just guessing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, like on his last album, he had this song, uh, "Picasso Baby." Um, for for which he made a video um, in in an art gallery, and he invited some, you know, 
renowned uh, artists and, and people uh, to attend. And I think it was like a, a, a performance piece where he did the song like hundreds of times over, like for hours without taking a break. Um, and I mean, that I guess that that is sort of trying out something different, but if if you look at the lyrics of the song itself, it's still uh, about, yeah, I've, I, I can afford a Picasso painting and I can put a, a Basquiat there and I can just have my baby uh, lean on a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it, it seems to be just on the surface that, that he's trying to say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I appreciate, I can appreciate art and uh well and but yeah that that's all just i think he's trying to be a collector too though i mean i think he looks at art as business as well jay-z right right yeah so the value in the art for him is in how much it costs right right yeah i think that's exactly what it is for him but does that come across as condescending maybe Uh, it can to a lot of people i mean because they'll never be able to to own that Mm. but um if if i can give my opinion you actually named two people just now that i was going to use in my example of um you know when you say people need to have some kind of the artists need to have some kind of kind of responsibility is that the question does it did they have a responsibility to their audience yeah, do they have more responsibility towards their audience yeah and um i don't think every artist does and then some artists do i remember i heard an interview with um you know david Oh, what's his name? Ole Yowe or whatever his name is. Uh, he played uh, Martin Luther King in Selma. Mm, right, right. And he says mm. um, he's very particular about the, the movies he does. And he would never do a horror movie because he sees no value in it. He only he would only do movies that, that uplift people um, or have some kind of message in the end, right? Mm-hmm. And that's his prerogative. I, and that's fine, but there's still a bunch of... Art, um, you know, because actors are artists too. A bunch of artists out there that'll do the Fast and Furious or Transformers. They have nothing really to add to society except for just entertainment. And I think the same can go for music. Um, one one big grab I had with hip hop for a long time is that you know everybody wanted to be real, uh, like every story needed to be a true story. But movies can be fictional. Why why do we why do we box this art form? into this, you know, this actually very small box of it needs to be truthful for it to be good music. Um, you know, why can't somebody just do something off the walls? Uh, it's, it's like if all art had to be, all paintings had to be realism, you know, then you'd have no Jackson Pollock's or, or Basquiat, for example. Um, even Cezanne, it's, he, I mean, he didn't do anything crazy, but it wasn't real, it wasn't realistic. Uh, and I think, that's fine. I mean, it's all up to, and if, if nobody will consume that art, then they make it for themselves. They'll right. know it in the end of, in the end of the day or the end of their life, if their art was worth something or not. And sometimes it is worth something after they die. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think every artist does. I think it all depends on that particular artist. Hmm. If they, if they feel they want to do that. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, I do agree with you that, well, especially what you said about, uh, you know, the, the truthfulness, um, especially in hip-hop, that, that is kind of expected of um, right. artists. I was and it's actually, it's actually because of Microphone Check, you know, Alishi Mohamed, uh, the, the past two episodes of Microphone Check, he went to sit in the hot seat and um, was interviewed by, by his co-host. Mm. And there he kind of put forth his um, sort of expectations of, of, of any artist. And yeah, truthfulness was definitely one of those, uh, or something to that extent, was, was definitely one of those uh, that, expectations. That's what he expected. To, okay. Yeah, yeah but that's a, I and, think and, a terrible and, expectation. Mm-hmm. But, but realness, uh, as it pertains to hip hop, I, I think that is more than just truthfulness. Um, I mean, if you look at Eminem, he, he managed to get a lot across in his music, but right. a lot of it was just, you know, either exaggerated or just Made up, sort yeah. of meant to shock people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But still, the impact is, is real. 
and and uh, I'm glad you use Eminem as an example. Yeah. And I think he gets away with it because they. I, I think when they, people look at hip hop artists, they usually look at you know the black artists, and they want them to to conform to this. So it's like we they put themselves in a smaller box, and he kind of just came in and said, "I'm going to do with this music what I want to do with it," which is like like any other writer or any other storyteller, you could make complete fiction if you want to. And you can have elements that are just there to shock people. And I know there's some other artists out there that do the same thing. I think, uh, I, I don't even know. Is this F, F, MF Doom, does he, uh, am I thinking about the wrong guy? Does he, uh, he talks about space all the time and, and, and being, a, I don't know. It's, it's, an, it's, a, it's an artist out there that does that. Um, Might be MF Doom. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, sure. But surely, uh, if if a, a movie can can portray something that's completely fictional, why why should a music be able to? Yeah, right. Um, and yeah, I mean, um, what was I going to say? Like sometimes it's it's more about emotion than about some you know textual meaning you know mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't even need words to achieve that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's true I, I listen to a lot of instrumental music and mm -hmm. can be just okay. as moved by uh, a good lyric as i can by good composition you know mm -hmm. but uh let's let's um take a step away from music and maybe talk about photography mm -hmm. okay do you, do, you, do you make a distinction, Clay, uh, in terms of photography that uh, has some moral value or does not? You know, I, I really never thought about about that aspect. Um, it's it, you know, for me, um, my audience is me, and so you know, I I create for myself, and I, I you know, I about other other artists. And, and their creations. Um, I think a lot of times they do think that uh, that they should have a responsibility, you know, a moral responsibility to their audience. And um, and so they record what they, they, they feel would be a benefit to society. Um, and then a lot of times now you look at Instagram, you know, and, um, and most of that is not a benefit to society or to their audience. It's just selfie heaven yeah but sure it is an instagram picture necessarily meant to be art i i see i saw instagram as art in the beginning now it is just a it's just um facebook social media yeah social media facebook. and then it seems to be kind of a shortcut to having picture to sort of look good yeah yeah I mean, in the beginning, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, when me and Ty were on there in the beginning, I mean, it definitely was full of art, and there were a lot of people doing some. I mean, now there people are doing some interesting things, but they don't stand out as much anymore as, you know, the people with the six hundred thousand dollars, the six hundred followers, and they're, you know, not to be sexist, but they're very often beautiful women in bikinis, you know. Yeah. And 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 is that, uh. You know, to answer your question, is that uh, an artist being concerned about the moral responsibility to their audience? Mm. No, definitely not. Right. So it all depends on what their intent was, though, because not not all art that can, can shows nudity is, is shallow, though. No, no, it's not I even mean, about being shallow. It's just that is um, they're not that concerned about their audience. No, well, yeah, they are. They're concerned about building recognition and perhaps maybe getting a sponsorship which you see actually now on instagram you see these uh pictures with someone saying hey i drink skinny tea. i drink skinny tea you could drink it too use my code skinny you know you see you see shreds a lot a lot of shreds uh oh yeah actually today yeah. I, like i i i was lo looking for pentatonic stuff and i saw pentatonic shreds mm -hmm. and it had me dying of laughter for like a, solid <laughs> a bunch of there's a bunch of models, laughter. male and female. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like uh, Instagram is a big hit in terms of like uh, weight loss and weight gain uh, yeah. type of stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. Showing off bodies, showing off uh, physical progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about that kind uh, of shred. No, I, I was I was thinking of a different 
meaning of the word. What what what, what meaning? You were to, you, you said shreds, right? Oh, Dick said shreds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I was I, I was thinking about different kind of shreds. Oh, oh. what what mm. kind uh, of shreds? Never mind. Well, yeah, yeah. There have been uh, like YouTube videos around of of live performances of artists, mm -hmm. and then overdubbed, you know, with crappy singing, crappy playing, <laughs> which is returns out really funny because it it is matched to the movements of the artist you know oh. so it does, it does really seem like it's the artist uh you know bunging up a performance oh yeah i have seen that uh, that is pretty funny and, and and somebody did one for a pentatonics video which oh, is really? oh. you know uh. you gotta shit you get a shot of the beatboxer and he's like <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah so I was, I was thinking of that, but you mean something completely different. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> way I off. I mean, look at look at, like when when looking at this question, look at the, like so a quote from E. B. White, right? He says, "A writer has the duty to be good, not lousy; true, not false; lively, not dull; accurate, not full of error." He should tend to lift people up, not lower them down. Writers do not merely reflect and er interpret life; they inform and shape life. I mean. You're, you know, like that, that yeah. is the view of E.B. White on, you know, I guess the, what, what, what an artist's responsibility is. That seems like a kind of a formalist approach. <laughs> formalist approach. Yeah. Like, uh, art needs to be this and art needs to be that. Yeah. True. But isn't that what all, all artists are trying to define what art needs to be? Yeah. But yeah, does it really need to be anything? Uh, that, that, that's kind of my question true. I think anybody that has the guts to produce something and say I'm going to call this art then I'm going to consider it art mm. really? <laughs> uh, I mean I'm going to go back to Jackson Pollock I mean really I'm sure that was offensive to people in the beginning like what <laughs> you call this art, <laughs> this art and now okay, like, well, you'd have to give an arm and a leg to get it right get but what if someone says hey here's poop in a bucket is this art I mean I think I've seen poop displayed once on, <laughs> in a modern arts museum. Uh, I, yep, right. I right, wouldn't but, put it past. But th would you consider it art? I'm asking. If they tell me, if the artist tells me that's their art, I'm gonna just. I don't have to appreciate. It. I don't have to like it at all. I don't have to want to look at it. Mm. Well, for, for me, the art. question is not: is something art or is it not? I mean, if it's art, it's art. But mm -hmm. and even the distinction, good art or bad art, is questionable to me. Mm. So I, I always refer to words like meaningful or uh, um, authentic or, um, well, tr truthfulness, uh, e even though I don't think it should be an, uh, expected of everyone, I mean, it, it is something that I appreciate in, in art. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, in, in, in the great documentaries, you know, like, to, to have this very natural depiction of, of something, you know, I can really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Or in a photograph. Yeah. Even though even, even a photograph is really subjective, you know, you, you pick a, per, per, a certain perspective, mm -hmm. point yeah. of view, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I mean, high art, low art, that, that, that is all, I think that distinction uh, kind of falls flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so your your consensus? Have you you gonna need to give some more thought on whether or not artists have a more responsibility to their audience? Well, yeah, maybe to make that more specific. I mean, once you get a, a certain to a certain level of fame, or you distribute your art through a certain channel, you can expect to have uh, a, a specific audience. You know. Like mm -hmm. if 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 your TV show uh, gets aired on a, on a kids network, you know, mm -hmm. then you know what your who your audience is. So then you you can't be like, yeah, I'm just making this for myself and the audience. I don't care about the audience, you know. Right. So I mean, in that regard, there there there's definitely a, a moral responsibility in the sense you can't um you can't emotionally scar your audience, right? <laughs> 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 Or you shouldn't. <laughs> well, look at Saw, though. <laughs> so oh, host yeah, man. Hostile, <laughs> you know. And and that, I really that 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 comment that uh, David Olayoway, uh, he's gonna 
I'm sure he's amazing, but <laughs> people gonna people gonna be like, why can't you get his name right? Uh, if his last name was Washington. Uh, uh, but anyway, when he said that um, how he feels about horror as a genre and that he never would watch it or do it, it, it really made me. Th- it didn't sit well with me. I was like, really? I mean, I mean yeah, uh, of course. Stance, st- I mean, like, uh, um, like The Shining can be put in the genre category of horror, but. It's, it's yeah, it's more like psychological horror, right? thriller, or, or um, some, it's a little, it's a little more real. It can be, it's like believable. Yeah, I think it's talking about like poltergeist or or those things that are not of this world, you know. But some people right, do right. believe that, don't they, in their sort of religious practices that things yeah, like that yeah. do exist. Yeah. Well, I mean, like The Exorcist, that's a straight up horror movie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. But is it, is it not a good movie? It's a great movie. Yeah, I, I, I actually used to love horror movies. I don't watch them as much anymore, but because they, they've gotten real cheesy, they're all more about just just, just the sounds and catching mm-hmm. off guard with a quick cutscene or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't like them anymore. I used to. No, I mean me neither. Like, I think I discussed that. Uh. <laughs> yes, we remember the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's probably best you don't watch any. Horror, horror movies, Tosh. No, I might develop some uh, insomnia if I do. You're probably actually <laughs> in the dream right now, actually. Oh, man, I have to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but even, oh. even like the first Saw film, mm-hmm. I would say that's a good movie. I never yeah. saw it. Mm-hmm. Huh? No, I never yeah. saw it. I mean, it's not the best, but it's it's, it's not bad. Was it like based on the Bible or something? Wasn't it like the seven sins or no? no that's seven. Oh. <laughs> that was no, a good movie. It, 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 it did. It did have some kind of religious sentiment in it. Mm. I mean, like the 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 killer, or if you can call him a killer, what he, what he does, he puts people in traps and has them fight for their own survival, but he doesn't actually come go in there and kill them. Uh. All right. And yeah, I mean, from from a story perspective, it's meant to teach them um, the value of life, you know, because the, they're the people who are, who are selected that they take their life for granted, you know, they are either uh, frauds or criminals or you know, like uh, scumbags. <laughs> yeah, scumbags. Same thing. Insur- insurance uh, people, you know, <laughs> like, people like that. So but um people they people he thought had no 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 value to society no that that that's um them they themselves that they kind of take life for granted and they want they wants to teach them to mm. you know see their life as as, as valuable and, and and to fight for it in the process yeah and f- yeah. fight for the life and then spend their life doing something meaningful instead of, mm. So yeah, if if you look hard enough, there's a message. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but is that message intended? Sometimes not not in that movie's case, but when when no, I mean I mean like, the main the main the main creative idea is the traps, of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but in anyone's art, like you know, the message is the you know the message is the message that the person who's viewing it, you know, right? I mean, sometimes the message that is intended by the artist is not. The one that the viewer sees, and so yeah, it, and uh, I mean, uh, should I go theoretical on this or? Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, there, there's uh, like a cultural scientist, uh, uh, Roland Barthes, and he, he argues that the the author doesn't exist. Hmm. I mean, basically, once you put put your work out there, um, the authorial intention doesn't matter. It's all for the viewer or the the reader to interpret. Unless you, I guess, preface something. Mm-hmm. Well, even even then, you, um, yeah, sure, you can preface something to kind of steer the the viewer in a certain direction, but the viewer doesn't have to follow that exact uh, instruction, or maybe even disregard it or misinterpret it. Hmm. Mm. Maybe I'll write a book one day. It's gonna be like a crime novel, 
and then in the preface, I'm going to say this is intended to be a, a comedy, <laughs> but it won't be it won't be funny. Let's see. If, 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 well, if yeah, so much- I, yeah, I mean, if, if you look at, at a show like Louis, like the guy is yeah. a comedian, sure, mm. but there are there are definitely a lot of episodes where there's not a sh- single joke in there. Mm. That is true. right. Just but still, it's still it's funny. I mean, sometimes it definitely is not, but um, you you can read it either way, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, let let me describe a scene for you from one of the the, the latest Louis episodes. Um, oh, there's new episodes on. Yeah, there, there's I a new season. I actually never watched the show. It's a great yeah, show. Oh, you're, you're in a, you're I watch one ride. season in a day, man, <laughs> or a weekend. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so so you know you know Pamela, right? Mm-hmm. That character like the the the, the on you're not, off you're not gonna you're not gonna spoil it, right? Uh no. Okay. Is the one where she dies <laughs> or before the before she dies? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so it's 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 an on off relationship that that's kind of the nature of it. And there's a scene where um well the the they're, they're kind of at a point again where the relationship might end or it might not. And they end up in bed together and then there's some sort of role reversal which puts Louis in kind of uh, a position that, that could be seen as, as degrading to to most men. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so was he getting his butt licked? Oh, gosh. Um, close, but uh, yeah, something like that. Oh, I should put his finger in. And then, uh, and then afterwards, yeah, you you feels kind of <laughs> violated. But <laughs> put but my he, finger on it. Yeah, but but he, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but he, at the same time, he's like, yeah, we we did this, and then that's kind of deep, you know. So <laughs> hmm. he he kind of goes like, Pamela, like, so now that we did this, does it mean that we're closer? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, No, actually, I'm going to break up with you. <laughs> and then he gets really. Let's <laughs> see, you, you guys are laughing, but it, it, it's it plays out so dry that you're almost wondering: uh, is this serious or is it not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you should watch it, but <laughs> it's one of those things, man. You know, it's best if you tell a girl not to do it because once they do it, you're gonna ask for it all the time, and you're gonna look weird. <laughs> That's what I hear. Okay. Uh, sex, right. is, sex is weird, man. <laughs> yeah, it's weird like that. Yes. <laughs> I got video. Plenty. Okay. Please, please keep it to yourself, Dick. <laughs> it's up. It's up in the world. It, oh, it is. It is. Wow. Can I tell y'all something? There's this girl that that I had a bunch of pictures with, and she had it in a photo bucket of hers. And then she shared a picture from her photo bucket with somebody, an ex-boyfriend of hers. And she didn't know that once you share a picture, there's an option for them to ask that they could get permission to see the rest of the stuff. Yep. (laughs) Jeez. And he was like, what's all this? Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know. She she doesn't know. Out of spite, he might have uh, put it all in, in the world. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Only Dick. Only Dick. It's not Crystal. All right. Before we completely <laughs> undo our last episode, let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> all right. Uh, yes, Dick. You have a moral responsibility to our audience, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? You no. talking about something honest that happened? Something true? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely authentic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if you look at it through like Kanye West, I mean, who, who everybody says is a moron and a genius at the same time. <laughs> um, his lyrics they they describe things like that. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, in, I mean, other, in, like, in other words, Dick is the Kanye of podcasting? 
Mm. I think that's that's not a bad description. I mean, he's what? not as cocky. I, I don't think he's as cocky as as, as Kanye. No. <laughs> Only in bed. Not yet. I mean, oh boy. You, you see, you see, you said you said yourself. If we get famous, then you might not be able to handle it, right? Yeah. yeah see, I, I think you know. I used to want to be famous, but I think it, I would have become a terrible person if I became famous. Hmm. Terrible, especially at a, at a younger age. I mean, would have been bad for. For my health, bad for women, bad for all the kids I would have. It'd be terrible. Hmm. All right, I got another example then. Um, if you look at John Mayer, oh, right, boy. he kind of had a fall from grace around, was about between 2008 and 2010. He broke up with somebody. Was that related to a breakup? Also. I mean, his track, track record with women in general, you know, like... Uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Katy Perry and Jennifer Jeff Aniston. Aniston, right? So uh, yeah, a lot of broken hearts, I guess. Mm-hmm. And also, he went on, on, he did a Playboy interview where he said some racially insensitive things, which you yeah. uh, comments, of course, completely innocently, but hmm. kind of got caught up in. I guess the thought, yeah, it's for Playboy, so I have to be kind of edgy and, uh, and smart and, and funny. So he, he kind of got got lost in that whole showbiz thing and kind of, for also from his own perspective, kind of drifted away from um, from his musical uh, intention, you know? Mm-hmm. His core message. Right. So he, he took a step back also because uh, um, um, he had some vocal problems, which he had to get operated for. So he couldn't sing for, uh, I think it was a good year and a half or something. Really? That, he couldn't that sing. long? Yeah. So he got a place out in the mountains somewhere and he just laid low there and uh, yeah, just worked on his music, you know? Mm-hmm. And no drugs? Does he do drugs? I don't think so. I mean, he does. He, does. he drinks. Oh, he drinks. drinks. Um. So he 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 struggled with that with with that idea of, I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 I've reached a certain level of fame, and I can either use it to, you know, uh, um, just push my own ego into the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I can use it to to actually make good music and make music that I can be proud of, you know. Right. Hmm. And that that kind of inspired me. Like, um, yeah, that's a guy who made who, who came full circle. You know, like he started out from a pretty anything. humble place and then went to the highest peaks. You know, with the uh, Grammy awards and you know. Uh, fame and everything mm-hmm. and now he's back to well he's still famous and he's still rich but he's uh, he's toned it down significantly mm. and his music has gotten better uh, in my opinion a lot more mature well he needed that then yeah yeah that 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 was the process that helped him grow up yeah and so so for to me i think uh, a moral responsibility is not an absolute, you know, it's, and I I think that there's a a lot to the fact that as an artist, you, you make your art for yourself first. Um, but at the same time, of course, you have to be, uh, at least conscious of the fact that your art is out there for people to, uh, to interpret and to, uh, consume. Mm. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Any any um any uh final thoughts uh from you, Ty, about uh, the topic that Tosh brought up? Mm, no, not really. Uh, everybody came up with some great point of views, and uh, it's a very interesting question for you to state uh, in the podcast. You know? mm-hmm. It's a good food for thought, you know. Yeah, I can talk about that forever. <laughs> Usually with some some more stuff in my system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Right. Well, you need, well to, you kind of need to come here then. Yeah, I know. I said we'll talk when uh, when I we'll have some coffee. <laughs> we'll, uh, right. We'll talk right. when I get there. <laughs> some coffee, huh? Uh-huh. Any any final thoughts, Dick? Uh, nah, I mean, I, my my strongest opinion on it. That's what I started off with, um, because I've had this this conversation before, and it, uh, I don't think anybody has a, a responsibility to anybody. I think people should hold themselves to to higher standards or just if they're so inclined. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just like you don't have to live your life helping your neighbor, you'd be a better person if you did. Same way, if you're an artist, you don't have to do anything to uplift society, but you'd be a better person if you did. But, you know, by all means, do what you want. <clears throat> as long as you don't harm, really harm anyone else. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, if you, you know, as long as your art is not uh, skinning cats alive and then hanging them, you know, like, this is my art. Yeah, that's, I think that goes without saying, but definitely, yes, as long as you're not harming. Um, but, but you know, when you speak about harm, I'm, I'm talking about more physical harm because, uh, like, I think people are, Maybe I shouldn't go. <laughs> you know how, how there's usually shootings involved with uh, depictions of Muhammad, the Prophet Muhammad. Oh gosh, yeah. Don't go there. Not, the only reason why I'm going there is because I don't think the artists are physically harming the people who get offended by it, right? Um, not me. I would probably never do that because I, uh, I, I have no desire. But I'm also not trying to just purposely offend somebody, you know? Right. Mm. Um. But but. They're not physically harming by making that art. All right, so, so yeah. they slope, slippery. Yeah, I know. Slide away. Know. Yeah. Yeah. All, all I'm saying is, it, sh- it shouldn't physically harm a person. I agree. Yeah, that that, that goes without saying. Oh yeah, or end yeah. their lives. I agree. Uh, mm. Okay, slippery slope, slide. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ty, I'm oh, sorry, Tosh. Any final thoughts on uh, your topic? Um, yeah, there's maybe one thing that I definitely see as something that would help, um, you know, for artists to stay true to themselves and, uh, yeah, get more authentic and meaningful stuff out there is to be either independent about your work. So not reliant on, uh, you know, record labels, publishers, production companies, etc. Mm-hmm. Or be co-creative, you know, like like I try to be with with Max or uh, mm-hmm. like what you see with great bands, how they complement each other, or art collectives, or uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in terms of the content, I don't have any final uh, uh, you know uh, conditions that should should apply to everyone. But at least try to be as independent and co-creative as, as you can. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess uh, that's that's my uh, yeah. final thought. Okay. Cool. Alrighty. And so let's go into what we're we're watching, or reading, or listening to. And uh, let's uh, we'll end with you, with you, Tosh. Um, Ty, anything you're watching, reading, or listening to? Mm, I have I had a couple of hectic weeks uh, the last couple of weeks so in terms of watching stuff uh, I can't even remember what I watched okay. yesterday but um, so, so I'm trying to memorable. read a book oh what book uh, The Last Poets I haven't started it yet oh, so okay. I don't know if it's any good but so that, oh that's my yeah, it's gonna be my first book in like years. So. Okay. okay. Cool. So it's called the Last Poets. Yeah, well, it's the Dutch version. When yeah, the Last Poets. Okay. So it's not as good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, Dick, anything you're consuming? Um, I've been listening to. St- music i had on my ipod because it's on my iphone now so like mm-hmm. you know some of my older music but today i was listening to old jay-z um but what i've watched recently was an, an interesting documentary on it's on, it's on netflix i think it's uh hot girls wanted and what? have y'all seen that no okay it's a documentary on the amateur porn industry okay. um so it's, it's it's on netflix so it's not doesn't get they don't go into any anything 
dirty. They don't show you anything pornographic, but it just shows like the shelf life of these amateur uh, porn artists and kind of how these guys, they just, um, and it, have you noticed that Miami is like a hub for that stuff, Clay? No, is it? Yeah, it is. And I never, I never knew why, because in California, which used to be the hub, that's where they require the use of protection now when you're shooting. Right. Um, Miami and other places don't, and that's why I guess Miami's becoming so popular to, to do some shooting there. But like a lot of, so this guy, they just documented this one guy who has a house there, he got like a five bedroom house, and he just puts Craig's on ad, uh, Craig, ads on Craigslist, mm-hmm. you know, and it's usually for talent in talent, uh, that mm-hmm. section, and then gigs, and then he just says like hot girls one, and then free flight to Miami, live in this house, and then I book jobs to you. And and that's kind of how it is. And and usually he says within three months, uh, they either quit or they have to start doing dirtier, more niche stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they may quit because family starts to find out. And then yeah. they had this one girl that you know she ended up quitting because family found out and they convinced her to stop. Um, there's a couple of others that are still doing it. Mm-hmm. But they mentioned the, that girl. Um, y'all heard of Bell Knox, the Duke porn star. Never heard of it. She goes to Duke. Um, she's been in the news. She's been on The View. She's been interviewed a lot recently, so I don't know if you, you've all heard of her. But she got outed by somebody at school for doing that. Mm. And uh, so I kind of looked at some of the things she was saying. She's actually a good spokesperson, I think, for for this the industry. She's actually bright. She's young, but she's bright. She's smart. Um, and I guess she's going to be doing that for a living. <laughs> But she she wants to go to law school. She wants to become a lawyer and, and I guess, focus on that kind of law. But um, I ended up watching the video she got outed for, and that thing was disturbing, dudes. Oh, gosh. Don't describe that, please. No, I'm not going to describe it, but I'm saying you wouldn't suspect someone that calls themselves an activist to, you know, participate in in what she did. But I went down this rabbit hole and, and did a bunch of that one documentary sent me on this rabbit hole and I started you know I, I looked at some of her interviews and then I looked at her actual video she did I was like whoa dude disturbing so now you're in a a porn rabbit hole oh no well, that's that's where I live but um, oh, gosh. I went in, down another hole yeah oh gosh just research I mean I was okay. enjoying it. that's what just you call research. research honey I'm doing research honey. Yes. Self research. Mm-hmm. This is for Cybercast. That's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I recently watched The Life of Pi. Oh, what'd you think? Not, not, I didn't think it was as great as I thought it was going to be. But... Yeah, I, I was disappointed. I'm sorry. Okay, good. I mean, you know who was disappointed and I was surprised? Who? Kai. I Real thought bar. he was gonna eat this movie up. He was not. Is it animals? Uh, yeah. You know, and the, the color, the very beautiful colors, you know, in the movie, and and I'm watching this movie, and I'm just like, wow, this is kind of underwhelming. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think maybe what happened was I, I got it hyped. I got it got so hyped up in the in the media by by all of the awards and the accolades that it got. Right. And then I saw the movie, and I'm like, "Wow, this is not a movie. It's gonna, it's not gonna be added right under Moulin Rouge. It's just a movie that I saw." Yep. Hmm. Okay. I, I, I think it. You liked it, Ty? You saying? Hmm. No, I, I like the movie, but uh, it wasn't that. It's, I'm in the same boat as with you, like. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay movie, but it's not like yeah, that's in my top ten or something like that. No, it's not right. my top anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was thinking to rewatch it to see maybe there's something that I'm missing. I don't know. I I can't bring myself to watch it again. I don't. I don't think I have the patience to. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I really don't. So is it slow? <clears throat> it's slow. It's like uh, like and at, at a certain point, it's you a castaway even, movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I Where's mean, only friend wants to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, it's so, it's trippy. And because it's trippy, you would think, I love trippy movies. But it's not a good time to trippy movie. I don't know. Yeah. 
All right, that's the deck. Yeah. Okay, and uh, so I am actually only right now reading a book, "The Golem and the Genie" by Helen uh, Wecker. I'm like I don't know a third of the way in, and the movie, the book, kind of it, it has religious or uh, like it, it has sort of um, like it 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 it, it involves a lot of uh, Jewish. Uh, I guess community. It's it's a fictional book, but that's the only part of the book I don't like is that it 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 it. Uh, um, not that I don't like it. I don't like when the things it points out about our us as humans and us our religious beliefs. I don't dislike it about it in the book. I just don't like it that I don't like being reminded of how how uh, tied to religion. And our belief systems that we that we as humans stay, and the 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 things that we are willing to do to each other in the name of religion, mm-hmm. um, and so that's what I don't like about not that I don't like uh, the writing in the book, but just the the, the feelings and the reminding of it, mm. and that's that's pretty much all I'm consuming uh, right now. What about you, uh, Tosh? Um, well, for me, a couple of things. I recently saw Whiplash, finally. Mm-hmm. had that on my list for a long time. And, I mean, the, the writing was so-so, but I really liked the performance. Mm-hmm. You know, the, well, what the genre is that? Whiplash? Whiplash is, um, yeah, a drama. Oh. About uh, yeah, this drummer who uh, gets into a sort of fictional music school, which kind of mirrors Juilliard. And uh, is, is taught by this insane, like, drill sergeant teacher. Mm. Okay. Almost drives him to insanity. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, lo- I, lo- I love the, the actor. I love the actor. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you mean the the the, the, the drummer or the, the, drummer. the teacher? The teacher is awesome, but I mean the drummer. Yeah, yeah it was. He did that really well, and I, I I hear that he did a lot of drumming himself. Mm, okay. As well. So yeah, that and um, well. Two days ago, I saw uh, Mad Max. Uh, oh, Road Fury. Yeah, I don't really want to see that movie. Yeah, I, I would, um, well, I'll say this about it: it might be one of the greatest action films I've seen in a long time. Okay. Good to hear. I've been waiting for something like that to come along. I mean, it's pure high octane. Like, I almost had to catch my breath after the movie was done. Really? Oh, really? I mean, it was I'm two hours, and it felt like a long. Well, like one big action sequence, like one big car chase, mm. gunfight, uh, fight scene, all at the same time. Oh, really? So, Taj, let, let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Act of Valor? No. Oh. Because I, what I was going to ask you is because I've seen a movie Act of Valor, and for me it had kind of, the same experience you described to me, like a high octane and like really having to catch your breath. So if it's what I wanted to ask is like, is it kind of on par on that or is it even above that skill? I wouldn't be able to speak to that. (laughs) (laughs) Has anybody else watched it? No, it's an army movie, right? Yeah. No, I've never seen it. But I guess the, the, with this, it's also like the, no, because from what you're what you're saying, the trailer actually got it right. You know how some trailers, mm. the trailer looks action packed. So you're saying that's how it was, and they got it right. Yeah, no. Sometimes you see the trailer, and that has like all of the the highlights in it, and the rest is yeah. pretty dull. But here, no, it's, it goes on and on and on, uh, but not 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 in a bad way, you know. Mm. Anything anything negative about the movie? Um, it has some questionable gender representation. Okay. I, I read on IMDb that they actually consulted a, like a gender expert about it, but really, I'm not sure if they were. They took that advice to heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they did try to compensate it because they have a really strong like female character. Mm. Is it uh, Charlie? Charlie's Ter- Ter- yeah, Charlie Theron. Her character is really good. I, uh, I, I love that lady. I, I would yeah. like to marry her. Yeah, and you have like. Can you watch your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you can kind of read that as as being kind of over the top, you know, kind of like Sin City was. Mm-hmm. That has some questionable representation as well. But 
it also balances it out with just complete absurdity, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. So let me ask so, you a question. Yeah. Subtitled? Or dubbed? Subtitled. I don't watch dubbed film. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that to yourself. <laughs> and I don't, th- I don't think they actually do dubbing for that for those sorts of feature oh, films. Oh, they don't. Okay. I mean, for kids' films, I do, but okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, the last film that I saw dubbed was uh, Annie. Oh, that was they a did horrible that? experience. Oh. Wow, <laughs> really? Because what they did, they, they substituted like Jamie Fox for uh, a Dutch uh, singer, uh, Alan Clark. Or I think for, for oh, part really? of the film they did, and for, for and they used another singer for another part of the film, and that didn't match at all. Because <laughs> I know yeah. Jamie is an is an excellent singer. But yeah, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Yeah, but it's also just Dutch voice acting. Is just, oh. I yeah. remember. I remember. Uh, this was '97, I think. I went to the movies with with you with you, Ty. What did we see? Um. Liar, liar! I think. Uh, saw that dubbed. Yeah, oh, that's horrible. terrible. You can't. Hey, you saw a movie dubbed. I don't yeah, remember. We, I think dubbed. we saw a movie. That might have been. I think it was liar, liar. Liar, liar. The characters like Jim, Jim. Uh, no, Jim I Carrey, haven't seen that one. Dub. Yeah, I mean, imagine being the guy who has to dub that. Who has yeah. to dub Jim Carrey. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe we saw something dubbed. I remember, and I was like, I was completely just baffled i'm like why would anyone watch this like <laughs> let me see here because they don't speak understand english yeah but then don't bother watching the movie it was the whole <laughs> really? we saw it was horrible it's like telling uh definitely they can't have an interpreter to some music because they, they right, can't no, no, now you're now you're making me seem <laughs> like just a saying. person dick well we did see liar liar in, in when i came there but maybe it wasn't dubbed we saw something. Yeah, it, it, no, you know, maybe it was something else that we saw. That you were you watch you watch some anime man. shows, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you watch them dubbed? No, never. No. Not not I, not even Digimon. Uh, sometimes I do when Kai is watching with me. But if I'm b- watching by myself, uh, they have don't they have sub ones? Don't wait. You know what? No, you're right. I do. I do listen to that. I do watch that one dubbed, but th- this because Kai is wa- is watching it with me. Mm. Right, right. Even though he does know how to read now, I should just make him read. Yeah, why not? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh, and uh, yeah, because um, uh, Casey Whalen announced uh, that there is going to be a new uh, like sh- short spin-off of. Uh, we're alive. We're alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's starting. He's doing a Kickstarter for that starting uh, in July, right? Uh, is it July? Or is it this month? I thought it was this month, but this month. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like in anticipation of that, I started listening to We're Alive again. Oh man, still good. Yeah, it holds up. That. Definitely holds up. Yeah. Nice. And I've I've actually gone to the point probably that that the uh, that that new those new episodes are going to get into, you know, like the Eastern Bay prison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the origin story of, uh, of Scratch and uh, what's her brother's name? Um, mm, oh, I forgot. Scratch? Yeah. Uh, La- Latch? Yes, Latch. Isn't it, it's yeah. Latch. I think it is Latch. Yeah, Latch, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, it's going to be about that. Yeah, actually, it doesn't say on here when it's gonna be. It's a, it just says it's coming. No, what I believe is that they're gonna have like um, new characters and some reoccurring actors. Characters. New new characters, so people completely different. Yeah. Okay. So it's still in the same like universe, but it's gonna be like a totally different story with totally different but, but characters. All of the so all of the this stuff happened in lockdown or wasn't it it wasn't in lockdown that happened right wasn't it or, or was it in lockdown well it started i think they, they started out in lockdown and that's how a lot of those prisoners survived because oh. the the zombies couldn't get in right no but then yeah after the threat uh had passed like the, those who survived they got out and they uh 
inhabited that that strip mall, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't. I I mean, I really I can't wait. I it just this is. I, I I hope this holds up to what. I mean, I hope his standards is as high as what he had put out with, uh, where with where we're alive. Yeah, you know, well, you know, he's, like, huh? he's taking long enough. <laughs> hey, I, well, but, I, but look, he's taking long enough. But look at Christoph uh, Lakoff with, uh, uh, with, uh, yeah, with, with you know with uh, Leviathan I'm, Chronicles. Yeah, I mean, you kidding me? Like seriously, we're we're season two started, and he said we're gonna be back. It's it how it's been more than a year now. Hey guys, nice. yeah, I'm about to jump off the call. All right, Dick. So where where um, do I find you? Dick? Tala, do you t- who yeah. talked? Who hasn't talked about what they're listening to yet? Do we all? Uh, no, we everybody. All, we all have, yeah. Okay. All right, man. And Dick, you're on. You're at. At uh, Dick underscore Daily. On Twitter. Dailybeast.com. Is that is Dick that up, is that Actually, I did have. I have a blog sitting in the. In the, in the drafts, and they just need to proofread. I'll, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. Okay. All right. All right, Dick. Later, fellas. All right. Later. Later, man. See you in two weeks. Yes, yep. sir. Yeah. Anything else uh, uh, that you're you're consuming, Tosh? Uh, let me think. Perception. Was it? What is that? A movie? Uh, it's a show. It's a crime show. It's uh, oh. stars uh, the guy from Will and Grace, you know Will from Will and Grace. Oh, okay. And he's uh, oh, yeah, I don't like yeah, that. He's a university professor who uh, gets uh, who advises uh, the FBI. Mm. But mm. the twist is he's schizophrenic. Oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 formulaic, and it you know, but that, that's the kinds that's the kinds of shows I like sometimes. You know, just. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining. Hmm. But it's funny, like, both Will and Grace are n- now have crime shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. So, but it's well, just I, like I don't like both of them. You don't like them? No. Oh. Well, it says that the show why. got canceled already? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I'm watching the back. Uh, oh, the back you, 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 seem to, you seem to be watching a lot of shows that got canceled. <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't know what it says about uh, <laughs> my taste, but uh, <laughs> hey, but a lot of good shows get canceled. That is very true. That's that's very true. I mean, I'm not saying that I didn't see it coming with this one, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. Huh? Interesting. Okay. Cool. And that's it. That's it. Okay. Alrighty. Just one question to the both of you. I should have asked Dick this too. But um, anybody seen the pilot for Supergirl? No, I haven't seen pictures. Uh, no, I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch. Um, wait, the pilot? The pilot? Yes, the pilot. Not oh. another trailer. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even know it was a pilot. No, I didn't see it. Uh, uh. Who's playing her? Uh, I don't remember that name. Uh, I believe she's unknown. I think I don't know her at least. I know her sister. She used to be on Grey's Anatomy. Mm. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Mm. Where is it on? What is it on? Hulu. It's on ABC. Okay. And it's actually a pre pre release. It is because yeah, because the actual show starts in September or October, something like that. Is that is that is that normal? The the such a pre release pilot. Uh, they do it sometimes. Oh okay. Hmm. No, I didn't even know. I didn't even know it was out there. Was it good? Yeah, it was interesting. I'm still. I'm still on the fence a little bit, but because it's a superhero show, I just have to watch it. <laughs> you know, and there's another one coming, uh, like, in six months, so I'm interested oh. to see that one, too. Which other that, one? That one is called The Legends of Tomorrow, and it's basically sort of like Avengers version of uh, the DC uh, universe. Mm, okay. With Arrow, Adam, 
uh, Captain Cold, Heat Wave. Um, on who? Which network is this? ABC again? No, and that's going to be on the CW, and it's going to spin off from Arrow and The Flash. So it's going to be all mishmash. So the same characters? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the same actors? Yeah, some actors are the same, and okay. they're going to cross over a lot. Uh, I don't know if I like crossovers that much. Yeah, well, it kind of works with Arrow and The Flash. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Are you guys looking forward to Superman versus Batman? I wasn't. And now I kind of am. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I like the tone. Yeah, definitely. Definitely has kind of that daredevil rawness to it. Yeah. Oh, really? Then I definitely want to see it. I mean, the trailer. I mean, yeah. I've seen pictures. I didn't see a trailer, but I've seen pictures. Looks amazing. Uh I haven't seen the trailer either. So. I don't try. I try not to watch trailers, actually, to tell the truth. I I do when I'm deciding on which movie I want to see. See, know? I want to be surprised. Yeah, but like with, with, with the movies going to the theaters, I get that. I don't need to see a trailer. But I, mean, like, I see what you mean. With, with if you have certain expectations of, of a film, then. Mm-hmm. I'm usually I'm on the fence then if I want to see the trailer like for Star Wars I was really on the fence if I want to did you see it I did and because I'm, I'm not going away until 2016 to <laughs> <laughs> see anything of it <laughs> <laughs> I saw parts of it the parts I saw was just like oh my gosh my chest is just tightening I'm just so excited geeking <laughs> uh. out Oh my gosh! I mean, the guy, the black guy just like popping up into the screen. I was like, "Yeah, oh my gosh, what is this?" Uh, a little bit of yeah, diversity at this point is just like concept. Yeah, art. I know. No, it's I know. Probably has nothing to do with the actual movie. Yeah, I know. Which is this is that that's the kind of trailer I want. I want trailers that don't tell me anything about the movie. <laughs> you know, like the, the 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 lightsaber with the the cross. That kind of messed it up. I when I saw it, I was like, ah. And it was all over oh, the it internet. Was, it was cool. It was a cool little yeah, detail. I would, I would have loved to have been surprised by that. Hey, right, guys, I need to jump out. All too. right, cool, man. All right. All right, where can we find you? Uh, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TY09. Cool. And the blog? And the, and the, yeah, the blog is still some kind of sort of in the works kind of sort of. So... <laughs> That's about it. Wait. All right, cool, man. Right. Two weeks. Oh, oh, Two don't forget. Oh, t- so the Apple announcement tomorrow. Are you guys gonna watch? Wait, what is tomorrow already? WWDC. Oh, what time? Oh, it's ten. It's, oh, it's like uh, ten a.m. California time, I believe. So one something uh, Eastern time. So that oh, means I'll- it's seven. Yeah, seven for you guys. Seven. Uh, no, I don't think so. No? Okay. No, probably I'm going to have to rerun it because... Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah. maybe we should... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about it in the next episode. Yeah, we'll, sure. We'll, we'll talk it. in Slack about it. Yeah, we'll probably need to dedicate a full show to it. Definitely. Since Apple Talk is always like causing us to talk for three hours. Yes. And we didn't talk about Google I.O., so we're really bad. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we're, yeah, we're a talk podcast, but we're not a news. Yeah, I know, exactly. So. No, but usually, yeah. usually, usually, because Ty was so busy, usually he would have been like, let's talk about I.O. Yeah, <laughs> but I.O. wasn't that interesting. No. <laughs> Android heart, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. We'll talk about it in Slack. Yeah, for sure, man. All right, cool. All right, cool. See you guys in two weeks, man. Cool, two weeks. See ya. All right. All right, right. so uh, uh, Tosh, where shall we find you? Uh, I'm at Tosh Polak on Twitter, and my website is www.toshiropolak.com. Cool. Anything, anything recent that you uh, are blogging about, or, the, or is in the hopper? Um, I, I'm still, uh, I still have that to pimp a butterfly uh, thing uh, in the works, but uh, uh-huh. right now I'm working on uh, my thesis for uh, 
uh, my study, so I'm uh, occupied. Don't really have the time now, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. All right, and uh, I'm at CW Daily on Twitter and Instagram, most places online, and our Twitter account is Cybercast C Y B R C A S T, and you can also find us at www.cybrcast.com. This has been Cybercast 40. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Later. Later, man. Ciao. Return to your regular scheduled programming. younger like i used to I, I used to actually say the dutch word some people would be like what <laughs> and i'm like oh okay sorry um you know well that, that, that's that's how a lot of dutch people speak english <laughs> they're just like <laughs> yeah yes uh, i am uh, not very good at uh at speaking uh, english english <laughs> uh, uh, uh you know <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> it's it's freaking english yeah that is very true <laughs>